Welcome and thank you for accepting this invitation for our Bible study and reflection on October 6, 2021. Now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and Most Gracious Lord, we need you to keep us safe. Thank you for rescuing us from the power of evil. As we face the struggles and dangers in life, keep us faithful to your Son, Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. For all of you football fans, you know that Friday nights are typically high school football, Saturdays are typically college football, and Sunday afternoons are typically for pro football. Football is a physically demanding sport, and if you're not physically in shape, you'll be putting yourself at risk for injury. Another key element of protection is the uniform. Some components, but not necessarily all components of this uniform, are special shoes with cleats to improve stability when running and cutting on the field, pants with slots in them where shock-absorbing knee and hip pads are inserted, some players, especially quarterbacks, even wear pads that protect their kidney area. Under the jerseys are also shoulder pads for protection when tackling and blocking. Molded mouthpieces to protect teeth and gums. And finally, a well-designed helmet. Without these protections, these players would be ill-prepared and certainly unable to ward off potentially crippling injuries. You might be wondering why I'm talking about football in the context of a Bible study and reflection. Well, just as football players need protection from potential physical harm, we also need protection. The protection we need is not necessarily physical, even though we do need that, but it comes in the form of evil. We need protection from evil. In the seventh petition of the Lord's Prayer, we pray, but deliver us from evil. Football players are issued protection that is purchased from various vendors. Where does our protection from evil come from? To answer that question, let's begin with our reading today that comes from the book of Ephesians. But before the actual reading, and it comes from the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20, I just want to give you a little overview of the book of Ephesians that I uh, got from Bible Project's website. Paul calls Jesus' followers to form ethnically diverse communities that are unified by devotion to Jesus and to each other. Paul writes to the church at Ephesus and shows how Jesus' work on the cross should permeate every aspect of their everyday lives, changing how they serve and love one another despite their differences. God's vision for the new human humanity is that they would be unified through the Spirit and their belief in the Messiah, overcoming barriers of ethnicity, socioeconomic status, and cultural identity. And he also has an area called putting on your new humanity. Paul calls the church at Ephesus to become new humans that live and love like Jesus, 
promising that the Spirit will equip them to stand strong against divisive forces and spiritual evil. On Sundays at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, our pastor Tony Metz preaches from the gospel. Through God's word, he is helping equip us for life beyond the doors of our physical church building. Evil can be insidious, and we need to have protection against it, even when we cannot recognize it. Consider the following list of actions, and in your mind, think of the ones you would consider to be evil. Number one, making a list of your neighbor's names. Number two, helping to usher people on board a train. Number three, serving as an engineer to drive a train across country. Number four, helping people disembark from a train. Number five, ushering families into a white room. Number six, flipping an electrical switch on a wall. Separately, these actions may not seem evil at all, but put together, such individual actions by many people resulted in a terrible holocaust during World War II, where millions of innocent people were rounded up and killed in death camps. Many small actions contributed to perpetrate this great evil. Now listen to Paul's words in this letter to the Ephesians where he stresses the importance of God's word to serve as protection against evil. Here is the reading. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kind of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for, for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Apostle Paul uses each piece in a suit of armor to describe the way that faith in God's word protects us from the forces of evil. The belt of truth, the helmet of right salvation, the shoes of peace, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, and the sword, which is the word of God. At one time, our church had coffee cups and printed on the side 
was the outline of a shield, a vertical sword, and an open book with the Latin inscription, Spiritus Gladius. Translated into English, this means the sword of the Spirit that St. Paul described as the Word of God. The Gladius was an ancient Roman two-edged sword. It was a crucial element for fully equipping a Roman soldier. Without it, he was useless in battle. Likewise, without the sword of the Spirit, or the Word of God, we will be ill-equipped for the everyday battles, both big and small, that are part of what we call life. Football players only suit up in full uniform on game days. They may also wear partial or full uniforms during practice sessions as well. As Christians, we need to suit up every day. It's not like we get to go to our closet and look for the armor of God. Our armor of God comes from Spiritus Gladius, better known as the Word of God. We don't get dressed in full armor like a Roman soldier or a football player, but we arm ourselves with God's Word. We alone cannot fight this evil. Jesus has won the fight against evil, and he alone is the truth, salvation, peace, righteousness, faith, and the living word of God. We meet Jesus in God's word, and it's not just a one and done. It's a lifetime practice in and through the Holy Spirit. We are little by little putting on the whole armor of God. Martin Luther's famous hymn titled, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, has these words as part of the hymn. Did we in our own strength confide, our striving would be losing. We're not the right man on our side, the man of God's choosing. Dost ask who that might be? Christ Jesus, it is he. Lord Sabbath, his name, from age to age the same and he must win the battle. I would encourage and invite you to suit up every day through regular worship, prayer, and the daily practice of reading and studying God's Word. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and Almighty God, we thank you for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and through this prayer give us access to a power beyond ourselves. We pray that you would continue to deliver us from evil, and we ask this through Jesus' name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace. Serve the Lord.